You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. This week, Father Paul continues his discussion of Genesis chapter 4, explaining how the RSV's mistranslation of the Hebrew not only misleads, but betrays and deconstructs the biblical text. Unlike the birth of Cain, the subject of Eve's action, Seth is received by the wife of Adam as the gift of the Lord. Notably, Father Paul explains, Eve's name disappears from the text with Cain's in Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, and is not mentioned again until the New Testament. I am happy to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and called his name Seth, for she said, God has appointed for me another child instead of Abel, for Cain slew him. To Seth also a son was born, and he called his name Enosh. At that time, men began to call upon the name of the Lord. Okay, two small verses. Let's begin with their location. You've heard me so many times repeatedly saying that the first section of the Bible, if we go by the biblical literature itself, are Genesis 1 through 4. They are the Toledot of the heavens and of the earth. With chapter 5, as I shall point out, we move to the Toledot of Adam and then the Toledot of Noah and so on and so forth. And there is a clear sign that we have really a movement toward another section because, as I shall mention later, the Toledot of Adam are presented as the book of the Toledot of Adam, which is a unique instance. So the author, on purpose, tells us we finished with a section, we're beginning another section. But... As we shall see later in the case of the movement from the Toledot of Adam to those of Noah, we have a linking section. And here, these two verses at the end of chapter 4 are a linking section between the Toledot of the heavens and the earth and the Toledot of Adam. But at the same time, as I shall try to show, they control the entire biblical story from A to Z. They are really majestic. But then we have to listen to them in Hebrew. They look at the same time backwards and forwards. Forwards, it's very clear from the fact that the son of Adam in the Toledot of Adam is Seth, who is first mentioned here. The link with the past is through the fact that Seth takes the place of Abel and so on and so forth. When we hear the text, we notice that Adam, knowing his wife, is followed with again. 
So clearly we have a reference to the first time he knew her, which is in chapter 4.1. But quite a few differences. In 4.1, and I talked about that, we have a movement toward a new, if you like, subject, because we have a nominal sentence. In Hebrew is adam yada, and the man knew. But in 25, we have this wow consecutive, a continuation of the story. Wayeda Adam, and you, Adam. So that is the first difference. The second difference, which is very important, and I ask my hearers to check my book. In 4.1, we have Ha Adam, whereas here we have Adam in preparation for Genesis 5.1, where we have, if you like, the individual Adam, the human being whose name was Adam. So you see the straddle here in 25.26 between the preceding and the following. But I'm going to go on an aside here to have my hearers realize that biblical literature is much more complex than that. Until verse 25, we hear only Ha'adam, systematically, the man, with the exception of the first instance. It is amazing that in Genesis chapter 1, we hear, and God said, let us make Adam, not Ha'adam. But it is followed in verse 27 with, and God created the man Ha'adam, and following we have systematically Adam. So the text is much more cunning and intelligent than it appears in the translations. It is as though the author wanted to tell us that chapter 5 and the end of chapter 4 follow what is preceding. So we have the seed of that in Genesis 1.26, where the decision of God is to make Adam, but this Adam is obviously presented as Ha-Adam. Thus, in Genesis 1.26, Adam is generic. But the fact that we don't have Ha-Adam points to that the author wanted us to be careful as to how he would be using these two, let's call them nouns of ways or ways to refer to Adam. Number three, we have in 25 that Adam knew his wife without the mention of Eve, whereas in 4.1 we have, and the man knew Eve, his wife. And that is also important in the book. I make the point that 
Eve disappears with Cain at the same time with the biblical texts and she's not to be found again until the New Testament. That is very striking. In the book, I make the point that in verse 25, we have already the beginning of the movement from the general human being to the individual, Adam, someone whose name is Adam. And that for me is extremely important because it prepares us to what is going to happen in the following chapters, especially in the flood, that ultimately we have a man and a woman, whoever they are, without necessarily mentioning of names. It's this couple that was launched right from the beginning as male and female, which is going to be so essential to speak not only of the human beings, but of the animals where they are presented themselves as Ish and Ishto. It is striking to speak of the animals that they are couples as man and woman. Notice it's not male and female. Male and female are two different words. So the author is pushing to make the reader ready to understand that the animals and the vegetation indirectly with the human being, the human beings form one word. So we have someone called Adam who knows his wife, whoever she might be. Obviously, the again reminds us that we are still within the same basic original story. However, the wording is different. And in this sense, it is very important. And she gave birth and again, this giving birth, we talked enough about that. It is the function of a woman as mother, not the man as the father. So the basic Yalad. A son, and she called his name, very important. At the end of 25, we hear that at that time, men began to call the name of the Lord or upon the name of the Lord. It's the same expression, Kara Shem, Kara Shem. Now, at the same time, we hear in Hebrew, that is the thing about the translations. In Hebrew, we hear the name Shem that is going to appear later as one of the three sons of Noah, whose Toledot is going to be picked up specifically in chapter 11 to introduce Abram. Again, people tell me that I'm stretching the issue. I do not think I'm stretching the issue in the book. I make the point that 
The Shem, as I shall make my comments at the end of 26, refers also to the name of God, just the name as we have it in Leviticus. And notice, it's the same combination of verb and complement. Kara, Shem, call the name. The English in 26 adds, call upon the name. I understand that this is the meaning thereof. But in the Hebrew, we have the same expression. So what is happening here is very important. And the most important of all this is precisely that son of this woman whose name is Shet. Shet from the verb sheet, which means to posit, to appoint, to set. And she continues saying, because, as in the case of Cain. But let's hear the difference. In the case of Cain, the subject of the action is Eve, because I acquired a son with the Lord. But in this case, it is different because shat li Elohim set to me God, appointed to me God. Notice shet, the name, and in the verb is shat. We have a play again. So she accepts totally her son as a gift from God, and we shall see the importance of that in a few minutes. The action, the subject of the action is God, and it is not Eve. And in this particular case, one begins to understand why the author eliminated Eve, because in verse 25 here, it is the wife of Adam without a name that speaks, opening the door for the rest of the story where every mother that gives birth to a child has to offer her child as a becor, the firstborn to God to render him. The same will apply in the law to the animal kingdom where every becor has to be offered to God. So, again, I know I'm repeating myself, but here I'm going to do it more than ever. That we need, we must listen to the text in Hebrew as it sounds. Not just, yeah, he again, the same person. No, that's not true. The text is saying what it is saying. And this culminates in that this shed is presented as a gift of God as another seed, zera aher. And in this case, RSV is totally deconstructing the text because against all the previous translations, old and new, including its parent translation, KJV, it opts 
for the hallmark card individualizing approach. And we hear, God has appointed for me another child instead of Abel. And it emasculates the text out of the mention of a new seed instead of Abel. The importance lies in the fact that Abel disappears completely. He has no seed. Technically, he is no seed himself. Because we don't know anything about Abel except that he was killed by Cain. But this Seth is very important because he's going to be the number two in the, the genealogy of humankind starting with Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.